Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I am going to do something a little different again this week. So if you kind of tuned in last week, you noticed that I did not interview someone. I, I actually introduced you guys to one of our episodes from our BoomFit Bros series on YouTube. And this week, I am going to share one of the episodes with you guys again. This is episode six. If you missed last week's episode, I strongly encourage you to go back and check it out because it's really good. It talks about three great strategies for losing weight, and I don't wanna give those away. I want you to go back and listen because me and Gus really go into detail about them. This week, I'm gonna uh, let you guys listen to episode six, which is identifying your fat loss priority. So if you're trying to lose weight, what is the priority? And I don't wanna give out more because the episode goes in depth in that, but guys, thanks for tuning in today, enjoy. Welcome back to, I don't know if that was a high five. Boom Fit Bros. The Boom Fit Bros. <laughs> episode six. We're getting into it. Okay, um, so, do I, do I need to say oh. it at this point? So good. <laughs> yep, and the C4 is back. Mm. Uh, okay, so. Last week on episode five, we talked about the uh, three extra. Was it was it last week? That we yeah, talked about? yeah. The no, hard no. stuff. So that would have been what went out. Because uh, guys, we're in this thing where we are videoing one week in advance. Yeah. So Gus, as big as his brain is, it's hard to remember everything. <laughs> but there's a funny story about that. Last week, uh, we 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 came after that. And actually, I'm going to have to lean on you because... I think it was... I think the last one was the three... No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was the one that was the alternative of this. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, having a contingency plan. Absolutely. That's what it was. Yeah. Now I remember. Here we go. Okay. So yeah, we you got might, a lot... You see, you might catch us off every now you and then. You will catch us off every now and then. not very often. Yeah, we're not like the sharpest. One out of every six episodes. <laughs> Yeah, last week was a contingency plan. It's it's like what happens when like it all goes south. Yes. Like, do you have a plan, or are you going to do what everybody else does and just say, ah? And it will I'll go start, south. I'll start next month. I'll start on Monday, which is like the motto for fat loss, apparently. Yeah. You know what? Like, oh, Tuesday's around. I messed up, and I'll start again next Monday. Yep. I'll start again next Monday. I'll start again on you know next year on the first of July, which. Let's be honest, it never works out either. So yeah. then it turns into Monday. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, but go back and watch that episode if you want to know how to actually combat. Uh, what would you call that? Like um, the all or nothing attitude? Yeah, basically it's perfectionism. The op- the op- yeah, perfectionism. Yeah. Perfectionism. It's thinking that. Thinking that it has to be done perfect, which or, is yeah dangerous. And, and knowing that it won't go perfect but what do you do when it doesn't here's a great example the intro to this episode was not perfect pri- pri- yeah <laughs> Prices, but, man that but, was perfect yeah oh, we kept just, going along yep and that's a, a five second recap of what we covered and but it's worth going back it's always worth going watching back. the videos and uh and just checking out if you missed that episode but today we're subscribe gonna... <laughs> So you don't miss episodes. Today, subscribe, and yeah, it'll let you know on YouTube every single time that our shining faces grace the screen of your your uh, computer. I don't know if you want that or not, but subscribe anyway. And um, uh, okay, so after a few of these, I promise they're going to be really good. Maybe. 
You'll still walk away with some nuggets of wisdom, I promise. It's just they, you know, the, anyway, we'll get there. So today we are going to talk about, uh, so last week was a contingency plan. This one is kind of similar, but it's really like getting down to what to do, you know, insofar as like what is the most effective thing you can do in order to have success and results in, uh, in really, we're still on this fat loss kick. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll touch. Fat loss is the big goal for probably ninety percent of the population. That's why we're so hard hitting on this subject. But um, as I said today, we're talking about that that one thing. Like, what is the th- one thing that if you didn't have any time at all, which is why it goes hand in hand with the contingency plan. Like, if you had to do one thing, what would it be? Do you know what that thing is, Charlie? You know, I think it's a different thing person to person. Yep, I really believe that. I think um, it's probably something that's a lot easier than what you think that one thing would be. It's also like my my thing is not something that any of you probably would ever guess. And so, like, I will I will kind of go on this path because I think that for most people, and and Gus, you've probably gotten this question before. You've heard this this conversation before. What is more important, eating healthy or working out? Right. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, it, it, it almost is similar to what you would hear in elementary school, what came first, the chicken or the egg, and how that argument would go back and forth. Right. But what did come first? What's I've, your, heard, what's your I've heard that now there's some big scientific breakthrough about that. Uh, but it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm really? Gonna, I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that question. Gus, I told you, I'm a health and fitness expert, not a scientist. I want to know what came first, Charlie. <laughs> but. What is more important, exercise and nutrition? So what I believe is that both are equally as important. In other words, it's 100% exercise and it's 100% eating healthy. But I do believe that simply by working out, in other words, if you were to say the one thing is working out, you're going to eat better. In other words, if you are making it a goal to start eating better absent of exercise. It is not impossible and I'm sure has been done on several occasions. However, I believe that exercise is a daily reminder to eat better and when people work out, the byproduct of that is they eat cleaner foods. You would call that a what is it? Cornerstone habit. A, a keystone, habit. keystone habit. Yeah, it's yeah. a key it, uh, yeah, if you read the book Power of Habit uh, Charles, oh, is that Do- that's from yeah, yeah. Oh. He he references Keystone habits. In other words, there's a lot of things that we have in our lives that are habits. Some of those are Keystone habits, and what those do, they have a ripple effect in your life. In other words, because you do that's this it. one thing, like a great example of that is going to church on Sundays. Now, this isn't true for everyone, but you could argue that that by making that conscious effort to become a part of a church and attend every Sunday, there's going to be a ripple effect spiritually in your life, right? By possibly joining yeah. a small group or by... Or uh, actually cracking open the Bible that you've never read. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so when I start thinking about the one thing, and I recently, this last week, if you guys have been kind of watching my Instagram story, I hurt my back last week, kind of tweaked it. And you should be watching our Instagram stories. <laughs> yes, and if you're not watching our Instagram stories, go check those out. We're trying to give you kind of daily content that you guys... A little guys, behind the scenes. Yeah, something else. So, But I had tweaked my back about a week ago. I've done this before, but I didn't work out 
uh, Wednesday until first workout was yesterday. So it was about a week. Yesterday was Tuesday. So yesterday I went for a run. What I found was this is really one of the first times that I would say that I was really still dialed in nutritionally, absent of exercise. Now, going back to what we said earlier, it's different for everyone. You know, this may or may not be for you, but most people, when they're not working out, they're eating a lot less healthy. Yep. So, you know, you said, what is the one thing? I would say for me, this last six days was kind of this weird thing because I typically will, maybe the food wasn't available. And again, me eating unhealthy is too many cashews, probably one too many swigs of chocolate milk, Mutopia, you know. <laughs> but I really felt like um, this past week was different for some reason. I really kind of stayed a little bit more um, on point with my eating, even though I wasn't working out. But because I'm working out five or six days a week, I typically will monitor my nutrition really well. So for Charlie, it's working out. And again, yeah. he made a good point on it. Like it's going to be different from person to person on what your one thing is that's going to uh, give you, the, I guess, the, in investor terms, the best return on yes. investment. So for him, it's working out. It's kind of like a, a reminder that like, all right, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't have the second cup of cashews. <laughs> Which carries uh, 600 to calories. you would probably translate to a cup of ice cream or something, <laughs> but for Charlie, it's just like an extra handful of nuts or something. You know, it's like okay, but uh, anyway. So I'm gonna refine this in a, a different little context here. So, like, a lot of people say that success is based on hard work, and that's true. However. It's not the whole truth. And so, like, if you're determined to lose weight and you want to go and you want to ram your face into the wall and sweat and, like, grind out every day and work out and then go home and, like, you know, torment yourself with, like, dried chicken breast, probably isn't going to work. Uh, you'll burn yourself out. But that's, that's not the point of this. Think about it in these terms. I would argue a construction worker works very hard. However, they don't get paid a whole lot. All right? So is that successful? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But in terms of financial, probably not. So then you look at, uh, uh, I don't know, a, uh, I guess these days you can run a business on a laptop. So you have these people running like, you know, high dollar businesses on a laptop three hours a day. I've seen that before. Um, I would argue that they still work hard, but they're not pulling the 12 hour days a construction worker is, and yet they're financially more secure than the construction worker. So you have you would have to think like what is that person doing different from the construction worker that is giving them that much more money and it's just they're both working hard but the one hand you like you got three hours of work compared to twelve hours work and this guy over here is making I don't know how many times more than the construction worker it's because this guy is doing the right things from a financial perspective mm -hmm. and the construction worker is doing I wouldn't say the wrong things but not the most effective. And if I can if I can comment on that, I think it's a great illustration, and I think that people do this nutritionally all the time. All the time, it's the equivalent of like watching your garbage reality TV show, and you see someone saying like, "Oh, the red algae oil. If you rub it on your cellulite, makes it go away." And so you buy that, and then you buy like the powdered moon dust yeah. that's supposed to like you know decrease the wrinkles in your face, and you're doing all these yeah. things, and you're doing all this work, 
and you're spending all this money, but guess what? You're still not losing weight. Well, imagine not- imagine a dartboard, yep. and imagine that the bullseye is optimal health. We're not even going, to do, even going to define that as a body fat percentage or anything other than just optimal health, whatever that means for you. And what people are doing is they're throwing a ton of darts at this dartboard. I mean, literally so many darts. But all of these darts don't have any points. They are going all over the place. And not sticking. Missing the bullseye. Some <laughs> don't even make it on the target. And Some of you turn around the other direction and throw darts at the opposite wall. And for those of you that have ever been on an assault bike or maybe a rowing machine, imagine like every dart you throw is the equivalent of a 5,000 meter row or a 500 calorie assault bike. It's just painful. It's just, it's effort. And then you have this one dart that actually feels like doing a fraction of that much work. Call it a magic pill. And it just so easily gets thrown and soars perfectly. Has laser guidance systems. Into the bullseye. Yep. And where Gus's illustration is great is one might argue, well, I'm just going to throw a ton of darts and one of them is going to hit the bullseye. In other words, that person is exhausting themselves because what we what we talked about last week or previously to that is I believe that every time that a diet fails you, every time that you get let down, and I've talked to several people, I just had a conversation yesterday in a consultation that you're going to meet with them tomorrow, yep. that it, they are emotionally scarred by the inability to lose weight. Why? Because they've been throwing a ton of darts that never came anywhere near the bullseye. And my heart breaks for you. My heart breaks for those people who don't get results but throw a ton of darts. You know, there's You're working the, hard. Yeah. There's the people that are not even throwing darts and not even trying. And obviously, they're just choosing, right? But if you're watching this, it's because you are literally trying. Like you are mm-hmm. taking 30 minutes time out of your day to hopefully educate yourself in a way. And so for me, like my heart breaks for you if you're throwing darts and they're not landing in the bullseye because what Gus and I have, right, in in our experience, in our knowledge, is we can absolutely give you exactly what you need to hit the bullseye. And I can say that confidently. Absolutely. Not only like not only do we do that every day, but you got to throw the dart. Amen. So, I can give you the pill, mm. but you got to take it. You know? Um, but and, going and, back to his illustration, that one dart that hits a bullseye is not more work no, than the other no, hundreds of darts it's, that you're throwing. It's focusing on doing the right things. For Charlie, it's working out. Me, if I only have 20 minutes a day to put like a really good eye-opening thing I heard the other day was what would you do if you only had 15 minutes three times a week to hit your goal? Mm. What would it be? Wow. Like for me, it actually wouldn't be working out. Like I would go into the kitchen and I would cook food in advance and package it and put it away so that I have stuff available and I'm not like, it's going to be that much more incentive for me to actually eat the food if I have it there with me. I don't want to waste it. And like, I don't have an excuse to go to McDonald's or wherever or out to eat or at the bar with friends at lunch like well nope I'm gonna sit down and eat the meal I actually planned and prepared and brought with me like that would be what I would do I would take those 20 minutes three times a week and I would cook and prepare and package food and that 
would yeah. be my one thing for fat. Yeah, like some, some people might say the one thing for me is meal prep, right? Like some people might say the one thing for me. That's mine, by the way. Yeah. yeah, my, yeah meal so, prep would be mine. Yeah. And, and I would say that like, again, you a good way, because I think as you're watching this, you know, I, I know mine, Gus knows his. Think of the thing that, that has not been absent very much in, in your journey, right? So, so like for me, my fitness journey has been present now for like 19 years, really. So if I think about the last 19 years, working out has been a big part of that. Like I can't, I've done meal prepping, right? I've done that. I've, I've read books on health and fitness. I've, you know, food journaled, but I can't tell you it's that because that hasn't been present the majority of that journey. But what has been present for me, the majority of that journey is working out regularly. And by that, for me, it's five or six days a week. And that's going right back to that. What is your cornerstone habits? For yes. me, it's the, the times when I'm the leanest or the times that I'm actually taking time out of my day to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. For me, that's 99% of the battle. Like, it's just having the thing ready to eat. So if you're busy and you have a demanding job, probably all of you like it's like life is stressful guys like if you're gonna sit there and do things that are ineffective you're just going like you're gonna be even more stressed well yeah and and i would even argue this having a bunch of time in itself is also not the solution could be dangerous actually yeah like you you (laughs) some might think that oh because that person doesn't have a, a job or that college kid was only taking X amount of hours or that person doesn't have any kids that what I've learned that's not the obstacle no like I mean as much as time yes it's very precious and we want more of it that's not the challenge no one has time like, yeah it's it's the equivalent of going up to uh, a musician and you're saying like man how do you make the time or how do you find the time to, to practice guitar he's gonna look at you like you're crazy because they make the time for the things that they want to do. Yeah. I would almost argue that like it, like whether or not you make time for it is a pure indication how badly you actually want the result. Case in point, my workout, every week I use my calendar. And I put my workout on my calendar every single week. Sounds a lot like planning to me. It, it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it, I do this every single week. And I've been doing it even from before iCal. Like when I was writing in a, in a book, when I was training 13 clients in a day, I would write in the time that I was going to work out. It's that important to me that I mm-hmm. – what happens there is I typically will actually make my workout fit into my day. So I don't necessarily want to say like I, I'm going to work out at this time and everything has to conform around it. What I do is – I look at the holes in my calendar and I make my workout conform to it, but I don't accept not being able to work out. What if you don't have holes? That right there is not, never going to If you happen. were asking that question and your goal is to lose well, weight. Well, you want to hear you want to hear a true, real life answer? Then it's not your goal. So <laughs> you maybe remember this because I think I was telling you it was, it was in the fall, uh, so probably seven or eight months ago, and I was really busy. I mean, I was, I was really busy. My calendar was full. I was going at four o'clock in the morning to work out before my 5 a.m. appointment. Yep. And it wasn't every day, but that, so for me, that's how important it was that I would rather sacrifice an already minimal amount of sleep for me. And I'm not saying this is healthy. Okay. So So I'm going to stop him right there. (laughs) 
and I know the exact like rebuttal to this. Well, he obviously doesn't have kids. Oh, <laughs> he's got four. Yes, very young kids. Four <laughs> kids, all under the age of what? Uh, six. What's the youngest? Four months. <laughs> he's got kids. Yeah. Okay. So that's here's the case in point, guys. Like. You will find time for the things that you care about. Yeah. In Even part, if it's 20 yeah. minutes, three times a week, yeah. but it has to be the right thing. Like, and I would, I would, I would advise experiment with those two. It can be working out or it can be a meal, meal prepping. I don't care yeah. which. Two great things. Both, but, and really there's not that many more that are the right thing. And so far as fat loss is concerned, like try one of those two things. Um, pick one. Like, if you have to wake up 20 minutes before your alarm clock normally goes off to either do a 20 minute workout or a 10 minute workout and a 10 minute shower. Yeah. I know your excuse there too. Yeah. Okay. Or prepare your meals for the day. Give it a try. Do yeah, it. Yeah. And don't, like, don't, it works. Don't discourage yourself from even starting to do something like that by thinking it has to be this bigger thing than it has to be what i say by that is you think of working out don't think of the way that charlie works out right i work out for an hour and there's people work out longer than me think of the way that gus works out which is a walk sometimes (laughs) or and don't think of the way that gus meal preps right which could be you know and again using your imagination but working out even referencing the 5 a.m club book that you're reading now Mm -hmm. can be a 15 minute finished reading morning workout like it could be I have a, a close friend who for pretty much a, a, almost two years was just doing push-ups every day. I was about to say, from when I was a – I was in the fifth grade and uh, all the way up through – in fact, all the, yeah, all the way through high school. From fifth grade all the way to high school, that's what I did was push-ups. Yeah. And what I would do was right before I would eat, I would do push-ups. Yeah. Like, I don't care the number. Like, five is better than what you were doing yesterday. Mm -hmm. Same thing when it goes to meal prepping. Like, you don't have to sit there and, like, have a gourmet meal. Like, I'm okay if you package leftovers from the night before because at least it means you're not eating fast food. That's a win. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if your leftovers happen to be homemade fried chicken, so be it. It's better than a Big Mac from McDonald's. Yeah, and just you can even say that portion controls could be your win, right? Exactly. So if you're having, you know, fried chicken and macaroni and cheese – Delicious. A, <laughs> or two cups of cashews. <laughs> a controlled portion of that that is properly meal prepped would be phenomenal. Yes. Right? Like, don't discredit the fact, don't discredit the actual doing of the thing. Yeah. And here's the, like, if you just aim to make it a little bit better over time, but you just keep doing it and keep showing up, like, you win. You will lose weight. Will it be as fast as you want? No. But you're actually doing the things needed that successful people do to lose weight. They're, Charlie and I don't rub algae oil all over ourselves to get rid of cellulite. It, like that's not. I didn't what, even know that was a. That's thing. a thing. Um, wow. So like, think about it, guys. Do, why would you want to do these like weird, obscure things that you know for a fact the people that you're trying to look like don't do? Like, think about it. Yeah. Who do you want to emulate? The person who is like super lean, works out regularly, eats well, or like. The slightly like skinny fat guys and girls that you see on TV promoting their red algae oil. Like, well, why and, would, and it, it, I could go on a rant about that. Whichever direction you go with what, what you decide to do, it's all going to come back to what we talked about probably on every episode a little bit, which is consistency. Yep. Right? Doing it 
over and over and over for a really long time. And consistently getting better. Yes. I don't care how fast that rate is. Yeah. No. I mean, again, viewing at it like the long game, in other words... Uh, you know, I'm going to be doing this for the next rest of my life, you know, whether that be what does meal prepping look like if I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life? What does working out look like if I'm going to be doing it the rest of my life? I'm going to brag on my wife a little bit here. Classic example of this. Hi, Brittany. Love you. Um, so this actually happened today. She, uh, so we, we, we have a seven-month-old, and um, as any mother can attest to, any mother that has given birth, I'll clarify that. Nothing against people who adopt, by the way. Uh, but any mother who has given birth will be the first to admit that like, it takes a toll on your body and, and you gain weight from the pregnancy that is hard to get rid of. It happens. However, she has lost, and this is a seven-month time period, guys. Keep this in mind. She has lost about a little over 10 pounds, which... I mean, do the math. It's awesome. Like a little over a pound a month. But guess what? It's consistent. She's still losing weight. She's getting in better shape day by day. And she's caring she's, for a seven month old And she's caring for baby. a seven month old baby, which like he keeps us busy. Um, like it's, it's the consistency. It's just showing up every day and putting in the work. Like, if you're here to get 10 pounds down in seven days, go somewhere else. I'm not in that business and neither is he. But what we are here for is the practice of actually doing it right and creating a lifestyle so that you don't need us in the future, so that you keep it off, so that you look good and you have all these tools and tips and tricks in your belt to be like, you know what, maybe I can actually teach this to someone else and kind of like mm-hmm. pay it forward. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what matters here and that's what we're trying to tell you. Consistency and then doing the right thing, you put them together, it's a really awesome effect. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's great. And, you know, to, to add to that, um, for any mothers out there that are in that season where you're still kind of in the first year of a newborn, um, I think it's very important for you to know that the bigger win right now in that state is like sanity, <laughs> you know, like. Taking care of, of you in a lot of ways is more important. And for Brittany, working out is important, right? Absolutely. And, you know, but she is a, a newborn mother is by far has to be one of the most, especially with your first, because you've never done this before. A you newborn have, mother or a mother of a newborn? A mother of a newborn. <laughs> That's what. Thank That's you. a weird thing. No, I mean you've never had, you've never done this before. Like you know, the sleepless nights are extremely challenging. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. and the hormonal shifts that you know even not harder only, when your husband won't wake up to help. All, it's it's Whoops. all, and so just really having, I think, in that first year, this like define winning. Like weight loss is phenomenal if it happens, but also if it doesn't, that's okay because. You just got to stay sane, you know. I think working out helps. And obviously, um, a great byproduct of working out is going to be possible weight loss. And the thing that she's doing, by the way, is the working out. Like, that's her cornerstone habit. And she knows. And it's working well for her. Yes. Yeah. And I bet if Brittany was right here, she would say that. Like, how important it is to work out. Not only only for the physical benefit, but seeing people and socializing. For the mental aspect. Really for everything. And like, being around other people, I felt like it, OBGYNs need to write a prescription to moms who just had a baby to go work out. 
you know, because it's that important for you to just go and do that. Again, you may or may not lose weight. That's all dependent on your body. It takes a while for everybody, a little different here and there, but um, I think that's, you know, a great point to bring up. And if you think that like 10 pounds in seven months is too slow for you, like, again, I've said this before, do you want it back? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And you're continuing to make that progress. Just keep doing the same thing. She's doing, doing her good. habit too. So it's yeah. going to pay off down the road long exactly. term because she's not breaking it. Right. It, it's a habit now. So it's going to continue going in the right direction. She's going to hit her goal. Can you say the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I got actually on that yeah. note. Um, Guys, meal, meal prepping. Seriously. Gus, you know, we, it, that it's is huge. And, and don't overcomplicate it. No. Um, just you know, I was just numbers. talking to somebody last night that was asking me about if I knew anybody who did that. And I was like, well, I don't personally, but I saw somebody post on uh, the BCS Sitters page, that, which is a, a babysitting. It's a babysitting uh, company. Pet, pet sitting and everything. And there was a person that had requested like if anybody wanted a meal prep for them. And, and they seriously, it was amazing. They posted a picture, BCS Sitters did, and they had like 15 meals. And I'm like, that's genius. And basically what these people did was they came over, like you you went to buy the groceries, somebody came over and prepared the meals that you asked. They I don't even know if these meals were healthy. This person just wanted pr- prepared meals. What what that showed me was creativity, right? Like yep. that tells me that okay, if I can't do it or if I have a difficulty doing it, why not? leverage resources you know give opportunities this person that did it i'm sure they got paid for it and there's probably somebody eager to work for that that doesn't mean you need to go hire somebody to cook your meals but ultimately don't think inside the box when it comes to meal prepping and what that means is don't be limited in what you think it has to look like it can look a lot of different ways it can be as elaborate as having somebody come make your meals and put it in tupperware it can be as easy as cooking a portion at dinner time, and then just saving some of it for lunch the next day. Cook a little extra of what you normally would. Yeah. So and pack it away. But there you go. but having a lunch, and I and I probably do this pretty regularly. You probably see me do this. Having a lunch that you bring to work or that you take the next day that you already know is in your refrigerator that you're gonna eat. Wow. Like oh, game changer. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's why that's why it's mine. Every yes. single time I do that. Man, I get I get super lean. Mm-hmm. It just elim- it eliminates the need to make a decision when you're already stressed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's all the time we have for today. I'm Gus. This is Charlie. You know this by now. Uh, what I want you to do actually right now though is go follow us on Instagram. Yes. We're doing a lot of awesome things there. I think they're Yeah, we'll put it Um, But follow us on Instagram, guys. Give us a little shout-out. Ask questions there. That's probably the most direct place you can get a hold of either one of us. Yeah, we want to have a conversation with you, too. Like, questions, comments, concerns. Like, feel free to shoot them over. But give us a follow. And And if you like this video, share it with somebody. Just pass it along. Send the link. Yeah, like, pay it forward, guys. If someone else is, like, if someone else is struggling, like, all credit to us aside, like, give them some help. Share the video. Yeah. You know, just help someone out. Yeah. Secret to living is giving. Yeah. Until next time. Thanks. Later, guys. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals 
being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.